Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. Welcome back for our second hour. And uh, hope you'll make us a regular part of your Saturday afternoons. Had uh, several points of hiatus there while TCU was having a really good basketball season, uh, most of the season. And uh, now we're back every Saturday from 1 until 3, sponsored by Ace Hardware, your neighborhood local Ace Hardware store every Saturday. Forty of them joined together. Please let them know that you appreciate that sponsorship. If you will, please, that would be much appreciated because they are great people. I want to go back to our phone lines now. I'll give you the number. And uh, this is such an important question. I hope and I think she uh, stayed with us, Joan in Stafford. The phone number is 888-787-5543. That's 888-787-KLIF. Please, let's fill the lines up now. 888-787-5543. Joan, you're still there. Is that right? Yes, I am. Good deal. Thank you for waiting again patiently, you trooper. Um, the the concern that I have is the raised gardens that I see being sold prefab. A lot of them are, they, they don't look like they'll last very long. Um, and I, I just wanted to warn you so you wouldn't get into, into something that was too small or uh, inadequate. A lot of times um, you can put one together just as well by... Uh, like I say, using river rock, which is the, the rounded stone that is oh, volleyball sized or so, and pushing that down or digging that down in maybe a third of the way into the soil. Your goal is just to get the, the soil within the garden up above grade by four or five inches so that when you get a lot of rain, it will drain away quickly. That's the whole goal in the raised garden. Uh, there, there are times when you have a person who is, uh, has mobility issues that you might want to have it higher than that, and that's a different set of circumstances entirely. But for the average raised bed uh, garden, like you were describing, uh, it's actually attractive and easier to do just with the river rock. All right, to the point now of how to mix the soil, assuming that you do have access to the native soil beneath and not a not a bottom in whatever you're using, um, I would start by applying a glyphosate-only weed killer uh, to get rid of the Bermuda grass and Johnson grass and other weeds that are there. Uh, if you can, if, if you're starting it right now, then you don't have time to waste. You need to just go ahead and dig out the worst of the weeds and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then you would use a rear tine rototiller if the garden's going to be large enough to accommodate it. That's a, a rototiller that has the tines behind the wheels. They do an incredible job of pulverizing the soil uh, into just, it's like flour when you're through. It's so fine. And okay. uh, so you get it nice and loose down maybe 10 or 12 inches into the native soil. Then you come back with uh, about five inches of organic matter. That would be a, a mixture. I prefer to use a mixture of four kinds of organic matter for my own gardens when I'm making my own garden up. And the four mm -hmm. kinds of organic matter would be one inch each of compost, uh, well-rotted manure, and finely ground pine bark mulch. So I have compost, rotted manure, and, and uh, um, pine bark mulch, and two inches of sphagnum peat moss. So there are my five inches of organic matter, and to that I will add one inch of expanded shale, S-H-A-L-E. And okay. I rototill that again down to that same 12 inches or 10 inches of original soil. So it all blends together. And Joan, when I get that done, it's like potting soil. It's just fabulous. It just feels good to put your hands down in that. And then okay. I'll bring the, the river rock back in place and, uh, and rake it to, to a, a mound over the top of it, and I'm, I'm good to go. I, I will add half that much organic matter every year when I rework the bed. And okay. it, it works out really well. Did, okay. did my reasoning make sense as to, as to the reason for not using a thing with legs? Yes, it does. It makes sense. 
Um, so it would I'm be so a, heavy if you got water in it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just I'm starting. I'll be in a, a, a spot that's never been used, so the the weed, the the grass is pretty tight there. So I need to get that right. worked out and everything. But uh, at least I have a roadmap as to what it is I need to do to get started. Sure. Well, let me let me ask you. Do you have uh, Do you have a lawn there now, Bermuda grass or Saint Augustine oh, Bermuda, especially? It's Bermuda grass. Yeah, you know what? You better use a glyphosate. Uh, uh, the original Roundup was uh, and was and is um, straight glyphosate. It, it did not have any other active ingredient in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Other brands like Fertilome and other companies uh, have uh, a a product in their lines that uh, is the same thing. It just says glyphosate in the fine print on the back of the bottle. Uh, okay. Glyphosate doesn't have any other active ingredient, and that's what you want. If you ask at the hardware store or the feed store or the nursery, you tell them, I want a glyphosate-only weed killer they'll know what you're talking about and you won't need a very big container to do a, a fairly small garden the the glyphosate products do not go into the soil they well they'll go in but they're not active in the soil they have to go through leaves of your bermuda grass um, and and so uh, you you apply them to bermuda grass that is green and growing which mm-hmm. is another factor you need to make sure that it's green has greened up and is growing now and they do a fabulous job of killing Bermuda grass. That product has been on the market for about 40 years now. And nurserymen love it because they can get a, a whole big planting area ready uh, within a couple of weeks. That's how long it takes to, to kill the Bermuda grass. And that's the only one period you have. If it weren't for that, you could turn around and rototill the next morning. But you have to give it time to kill the grass. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's that's what I will look for today. All right, at a girl. Well, have fun. Let me know when the Thank tomatoes you. are ripe. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you for calling very much. All right. Uh, Karen will be our next call up, and then Mary Jo in Duncanville, Karen in Fort Worth. So stay with me, ladies, and I'll get right to you. Uh, Whiskey Stone is uh, is a sponsor of this program. They've been a friend and sponsor for many, many years. Mike and Derek Wisnan, second and third generation in the family. I'm sure there'll be another generation coming along here eventually. Derek is a dad. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into realities. That's their slogan, and boy, if anything were ever true, this is where you go to buy river rocks where I bought a bunch. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. They sell the best stone you'll find anywhere. All kinds of colors and sizes of river rock and, and retaining wall stone and paving stones. In fact, they have paved stone, interlocking concrete pavers, but they also have beautiful flagstone and, and uh, decorative boulders. Anything you want in terms of stone for your landscape and garden area, they have it all. 22 acres of stone. And they also are wonderful people. They're great salespeople because they're friendly and they have your best interest at heart. Now you say, and they hear this every day, you say, I don't know how to how to build that retaining wall. And they say, where do you live? And you give them the, the uh, neighborhood. And they say, we know some landscape contractors who work in your area. Would you like a referral? And you say, I would. You know, they say it's going to take twice as long because I'm doing all the you say, they say. Um, they can give you a list of really great landscape contractors. They are very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Contracting Association. And so they know the best. And I'm telling you, they are the best. Okay, contact information. They're open Monday through Saturday, which means they're open right now on this gloriously beautiful Saturday afternoon at 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's in far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's whiz-q.com. That's the website, whizqstone.com whiz-q-stone, 817-429-0822, whiz-q-stone, tell them that you heard me just 
going on and on about them because they are so good. Whiskey Stone in Southeast Fort Worth. Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. My wife and I were out there, it's been about a year ago, and uh, it was her day off. And Dee found out that we were there, and she came hustling over to the store. And in the meanwhile, I was out kind of looking around the lovely nursery that they have. And the people were talking about her. I said, you know Dee? Oh, my goodness, yes, we know Dee. <laughs> She's a rock star to her customers. They love her. You will, too. Let's go to Karen in Fort Worth. Karen, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting on me. How can I help you? Hi, thank you. I was um, wondering if you had a solution to kill leaf cutter ants. Where do you have them? Uh, what city? All out in the, the yard. We have a place on um, the Brazos River out past uh, Weatherford and Millsap. And uh, they're just all in the yard and everywhere. Well, they are they are a, a rough one. And yeah. I don't get a lot of questions about them. Um, I have not looked for probably six months. Um, but... Every time I look, the results are about the same. You have to kind of track back uh, where their uh, where their uh, hills are, their nests are, and mm -hmm. uh, then do the treating there. They are very mobile, and, and they have large uh, uh, colonies, and that's where you're going to have to do the treating. I, I think what I'm going to have to do, Karen, because it's not something I'm, I'm really up on and fresh on, uh, not being a, an entomologist, but I would want to do some research on it and see if anything further has developed. I don't think there is. Mm -hmm. um, is do a, a Google search of entomology, Texas A&M leafcutter ants, simple as that, and see if oh. they have anything. I'll okay. see if I can do that. I have, I have one or two one-minute breaks, and I'll see what I can find just to give you yeah. a, a little hope. But I know that for years I have looked and there has never been anything other than this is a difficult ant to eliminate because they yeah. cover such a wide area. Where did area. they even come from? I don't, I don't even know. If they're imported. I yeah, I, that one I'm not going to mm -hmm. be embarrassed by not knowing because I don't remember. But but yeah. uh, they have become a real problem. They're, they're primarily in southeast Texas. That's why I asked where you were, oh. this signal, this, this program. Yeah, we're right outside of uh, Millsap on the Brazos. Yeah, I got that. I heard that. And it may be because of that environment. They may have come up the Brazos or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. You, uh, my, you, my you mother, I mean, we're on the same spot. My I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Go ahead. I was just going to say she had them uh, uh, a long time ago, and I don't know how my parents got rid of them. I don't remember, but, I mean, we have the same property. And, and now they're back. And I've noticed on other people's property along the road there, they're, I mean, they're just everywhere. And I was thinking, well, I was trying, I was doing diatomaceous earth. Uh, You're not talking about fire ants now because fire ants are, yeah, fire ants are certainly everywhere. You're not talking yeah. about fire ants. No, no, they're not fire ants. Mm -mm. They are definitely leaf cutters. You can see, I mean, the leaf, they just carry in along a little uh, a leaf that's like three times as big as they right. are. And um, Yeah, I got you. Yeah, they're just, Hang on just I mean, a they'll, they'll I kill a tree. Atatexana is the genus and species. Let me see what... Uh, all right, if you look look up Texas insects, one word, texasinsects.tamu.edu. It's the Texas leaf cutting ant. And there there's going to be the probably the the best uh, write up. And that's out of entomology. That uh, is going to be anything better than anything I'd have. Good thing on uh -huh. city bugs. Let me see if Mike Merchant wrote oh. that. Mike is retired now, but anything he wrote was very good. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's going to be your good right. And it was written by Mike and and uh, huh. Robert Drees. Um, so uh, they don't put a fact sheet number on it. Texas leaf cutting ant insects in the city is what you want to Google. 
Texas leaf cutting ant insects in the city, and then I'd put Texas A and M. That's a very lengthy description. Talks about them in pine trees in the East Texas plants, and uh, oh, the photo is dreadful of their mm-hmm. nests control. They they have uh, four paragraphs. Fipronil. Oh, there's another thing for fipronil. It's just amazing. Fipronil c- controls almost everything. First sentence, control of Texas leaf-cutting ants can be difficult. I think you knew that, didn't you? But please look that up, and that will save me just dribbling along in your ear here. Okay. Okay. That'll, yeah. that'll be my best help is just to give you a referral. I'm kind of like the, the old uh, uh, telephone operator in the hotel. I'll put you in contact. <laughs> I appreciate your call. I'm sorry I don't have that answer directly, but I, I think I did, actually. It's yeah. going to be a hard yeah. one for you. Thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, we'll come back and go to Mary Jo in Duncanville. If you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you. It's toll-free, 888-787-KLIF. I can guarantee you an answer as good as that one. (laughs) Set a low bar, 888-787-5543. And uh, so, anyway, I'm just looking at Mary Jo's uh, question. 888-787-5543. Five five four three. Let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and uh, I'll just tell you quickly that the book has. I I was really diligent in writing this book. It probably represents the the best work that I've ever done. Um, I worked a year on it. These are twelve to fourteen hour days and nights. Um, I had an outline every day when I got up of what I wanted to accomplish. If I didn't get it done, I'd just save that for the next day's outline as well and added to it. And uh, Carolyn Skye was my editor, a dear friend still. Cindy Smith, my graphic designer, a dear friend still. Texted her about 30 minutes ago about something else and uh, talked to Carolyn a couple days ago. She has one of my wife's uh, re-election signs in her yard. They're just good, good friends. So I hope that you'll take a look at this book, and if you, if you do, it's you can't go into a store and look because it's not in stores, not on Amazon. But um, what you will get when you get it is a is a lot of gardening information written for any county in the state of Texas, covering every aspect of outdoor gardening from lawns and landscapes to fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, everything. It has a 48-page calendar of when to do every task in your landscape and garden, four pages per month. When you get it, uh, it'll be a signed copy. I sign as they sell. Uh, Took another shipment yesterday, 78,000 sold so far, and I always guarantee satisfaction or a full refund. I've not been asked to refund on any one book yet. Uh, It'll happen someday, but I'm just amazed that people have liked it so much. And I think you will too. I have it on sale right now, trying to help people through a tough economic year. It's just thirty-six ninety-five, plus uh, tax and postage, of course. Um, and so here's the way you can buy it. Since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, the better way for you to buy it is from my website, neilsperry.com. The other way you can buy it is by calling my office. Uh, Tuesday through Saturday, uh, Friday of this next week, Tuesday through Friday, eight hundred. 752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, that N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes, or sometimes the same home, may have multiple personalities. From invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish, whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you right now about Sunburst Shutters. If I could get you to look at their website, I think it would sell itself from that point on. If I could get you into their showroom, it would sell this whole concept from that point on. If I could get you to talk to their people, they would sell the concept from that point on. 
any one of those would be a sufficient entree into this company because they are such great people, such great product. We love our sunburst shutters. We've had ours now for about 12 years. These are made of a product called Polywood. It's made, the proprietary product is made for shutter application. And sunburst shutters are plantation style shutters. They are the ones who have this product, the only people who have it. And uh, plantation style shutters mean that they have large louvers, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louvers. The larger the louver, the fewer lines that you see when you have your shutters open. These are easy to operate, easy to clean. They're beautiful, and uh, they're available in either white or off-white, but they can be faux-stained. They can be painted. So give them a look. Oh, and they're each shutter is custom made for its individual window in your home because tape and bed work is not precise. So that's why sunburst shutters are so energy efficient. You just have to see it to believe it. They'll bring them out, show you samples, hold them up in your window so you can see how great they'll look. I am Mr. Enthusiasm when it comes to sunburst shutters and I hope that you will give them a chance to show the product to you. Phone number 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. That's 214-343-2601. Serving uh, not only Dallas-Fort Worth, but also Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Hello, I'm Sunny from Commerce Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sunny, very much. And now we go to Mary Jo in Duncanville. Mary Jo, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My question is... um, I'm wondering if it's an old wives' tale that if you have an overnight freeze and you put water on your plant before sunrise, that you'll save your plant. Uh, I don't know that that's 100% accurate. If you have an overnight freeze and you have a tomato plant out there, you're not going to save a tomato plant, but you will have less damage uh, to plants that are usually hardy uh, if you have an extreme cold spell, if you let them be... Uh, if, if they're not wilted or dry before the cold comes in, you don't want to you don't want to let plants be uh, in need of water when it gets cold. Let me just put it at that. Okay, because our last freeze, I was thinking that maybe if I get up early enough and put some water on my potato plants that I couldn't cover, maybe I'd save them. They they did make it through though, but um, no that. That's uh, maybe I misunderstood how you were presenting the question. You don't want to put water on the plants. You want to water the soil. You don't want to let the plants be dry in terms of, of um, uh, you don't want to let the plants be dry in terms of needing water. Uh, you do not want to have ice on them or, or water on the leaves when it's freezing. Oh. The easiest thing to do is to have frost cloth, which is very lightweight and easy to drape over the plants. The only thing you have to do is weight it down with rocks or bricks or something. But it's a, a quick and easy task because it doesn't weigh much. Uh, I have a couple more questions if you're available. Yeah. Pick pick okay. your uh, more important of the two if you could so I don't get myself okay. too far behind. What What is it? Um, a rain barrel. I've been thinking about buying a rain barrel, but I was wondering about your opinion on those and where I could buy one. I think, I think, well, they're available lots of places. I think they're fine. If you think of the practicality, if you're going to be watering, uh, a few house plants or, uh, a few patio plants, two or three patio plants, they, they would be logical and, and plausible. If you're thinking about watering very many plants, Think about how much water goes in a, a 40 or 50 gallon barrel and how long it would take you to exhaust 40 or 50 gallons when it gets to 100 degrees. That would be enough water to water a container plant maybe three or four days. And uh, so they may not be a practical solution. That's what a lot of people realize. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to have 40 of these things at this rate. That's the, oh. that's the, the biggest problem for them. Oh, okay. And then my so third anyway. question is, 
My third question is, I was at a nursery this morning, and I asked the cashier if she planted a garden, and she said there could be a freeze in April. Is that true? Latest reported, uh, the latest recorded uh, freeze in in uh, Dallas, I think I heard Pete Delka say the other night was uh, April 12th. I thought it was April 11th, but that, it, you know what a bell-shaped curve is? You know what that means? I do. You're talking about the, well, no, maybe I don't. <laughs> a a bell-shaped curve is the probability of something happening. And uh, out on the left end of it is the beginning of, of something. The right end is the other end of the extreme. On, on the, uh, if if you have a percentage of chance of something happening, let's say that let's say that the average date of the last killing freeze is, uh, for sake of this discussion, March 22nd. It is where I live, uh, in the Metroplex, March 22. So it's just passed a few days ago. So at the tip of that bell-shaped curve, that would be March 22. If I go off to the left end of it, maybe March 1st, I have a 100% chance of another freeze happening. And on the, on the far right end might be April 12th, and I have a 0% chance of another freeze happening. And all along that line, you have some number in between. So, and at the high point, you have a 50-50 chance. And at some point in there, you say, okay, I'm not much of a gambler. I don't want to spend a lot of money on tomato plants. Therefore, I want to get past that midpoint and, and know that I have at least a 75% chance that they're going to survive. That's, uh, that's a, a graphic way of looking at, at uh, whether it's likely to be a problem or not. I'm, I must run, Mary Jo, but hopefully that'll... Okay let you understand uh, a little bit more you you have a decreasing probability with every passing day and then you have the advantage of looking at extended forecasts now that are increasingly accurate so you can get a pretty good idea of whether it's going to freeze in the next 10 days or not so you can take the uh, uh, the average date and then extend it out and get a pretty good idea of whether it's safe I wouldn't worry at this point about another freeze coming if I were dealing with tomatoes I'd rather take my chances on planting now and getting my crop in and going, then waiting 15 days till there's no chance of a freeze and running into hot weather in May and losing my crop to the heat. That's more likely to happen. Hey, I appreciate your call. Laura is in Allen. We'll take her call next, and uh, you'd be after Laura. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. That's a very good question she asked. I'm glad that she brought it up. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Lynn and I went out and visited with the whole Wortham team this week. They are fabulous. We, I've told you, we have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home, and proud of it it's a great roof and yours will be too they've done a hundred got to up my number 125,000 roofs when i started doing ads for them that number was at 60,000 it's kind of like saying with mcdonald's uh, you know a million sold coast to coast well that number's kind of out in the case of wortham brothers they had 60,000 when i started now it's 125,000 roofs installed and that's just an amazing uh, uh, figure and they do beautiful roofs. Take a look at their website, wbroofing.com. They're also down along Interstate 35, Austin, San Antonio now as well. And just gorgeous roofs. They have lots of examples of roofs that they've done. And they also have um, a lot of good uh, information for you as to, as to how to pick the best roof. I'm going to spend a lot more time on that website because uh, there's just so much to learn. I don't know this industry like I uh, know horticulture, and I, I want to know a lot more about it. WBRoofing.com. They'll come out and take a look at your roof and see if you need any kind of help at all. If you've had any suspect of, of hail or wind damage, they know where the hail has been. If there's a hailstorm in your part of uh, the Metroplex, they can uh, look at their maps. They have very sophisticated maps. They subscribe to several mapping services, and uh, then they can go up on your roof and tell for sure, sure, whether there has been hail damage. They'll work with you, and they are good. They've been doing this. It's a second-generation family business, and there's a lot of family involved in it. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company since 1986. Here's the contact information, wbroofing.com, and the phone number is 972 562 
5788. Only favor I ask is let them know that you heard about them, that I was talking about them, because they are good. 972-562-5788. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Larry McMurtry wrote a Pulitzer Prize winning novel at his home in Archer City, Texas. Now a Frisco congressman says it may be necessary to ban Lonesome Dove in public schools. He's never read it. I'm Dave Williams. Amy and I have the story at 640 Monday morning on KLIF. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. You have to subscribe to it, but I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will I spam you at all, ever. You just get eGardens on Thursdays from my computer to your computer, your email. It has five stories each uh, issue. One of them is always a featured plant of the week. One is always gardening this weekend. And one of them is my answer to your gardening question. And uh, then a couple of other stories. Take a look at it. I think you'll see that you want to sign up for it. That's at neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my book. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Maybe you've been considering a new walk at your home. You know you need it. The old walk just isn't cutting the mustard. We've been discussing a few of your choices here this week, and I want to discuss a couple more. And this is a great time to put new walks in. It's not so hot out there. It's a pleasant time to work in your landscape. Flagstone walks are gorgeous. In fact, they're almost as natural looking as anything you can put into a landscape. Visit a stone yard. Look at all of your options. You're going to be dazzled. The key word here is to buy 20% extra stones so you'll have just the right sizes and shapes as you need. And you want to make sure you get them delivered and uh, have that bed of packed sand beneath them so that they will stay in place very securely. If you're going to mortar these, or even if you don't, you may want to get a landscape contractor to do flagstone walks for you. They can be kind of hazardous. There are a lot of surfaces there. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks and Ace is the place with Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food for Southern Lawns. 5,000 square foot coverage, sale price $24.99, but you save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $19.99, limit of two bags. Build thick green lawns in the south using Scott's Turf Builder Southern Lawn Food with their exclusive Scott's all-in-one particle. This is specially formulated for southern lawns. It helps build strong, deep grass roots to protect against the heat and the drought. It improves the lawn's ability to withstand water, uh, to absorb water and nutrients versus an unfed lawn. At Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food for Southern Lawns, 5,000 square foot coverage. Sale priced at $24.99, but you save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $19.99, limit of two. Again, remember that Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods. They're owned and staffed by members of our communities. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on no matter what you are doing, where you are. They can help you along the way. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. And finally, my website is neilsperry.com. Alphabetic order on those vowels in the first uh, part of that. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's where you go to buy my book. It's where you go to sign up for eGardens, my electronic newsletter. It's where you find my 1,001 frequently asked questions. Yes, that's a lot of questions. Yes, that was a lot of work. In fact, that was a, a, a book of its own uh, that I decided to... Uh, to uh, just go ahead and put on the on the website. And uh, it's also where you find archived information about Rose Roset virus and crepe myrtle bark scale and a lot of other information. All of that and so much more at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. I'm Doug from Jabo's Ace Hardware. We're your source for great outdoor products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. 
Thank you, Doug, very, very much. Again, we have an open line. Room for one more call, 888-787-KLIF. And we go to Laura in Allen. Laura, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Happy Saturday. Hi there. <laughs> Hi Thank there. you. It the is. It is a happy Saturday and absolutely beautiful. Okay, I had an area in the backyard that's very sunny that uh, got attacked by the chinch bugs. So it's all roots right now. And I was thinking about uh, buying a bag of Bermuda seed and seeding on that, but I'm afraid if I do that, that the rest of my yard, which is St. Augustine, will it'll be overran with the Bermuda. Is that true? No, it's actually just the opposite. Uh, St. Augustine is what? the more dominant of the two grasses. Uh, yep, St. Augustine. I have a, a hillside that uh, uh, was... Uh, We've we've had to do some plumbing work and actually uh, dug the whole thing up uh, about two weeks mm -hmm. ago. But uh, over about a 30-year period, St. Augustine started at one end of that hill and crept through the Bermuda grass and overtook it uh, probably 70 feet away. Uh, St. Wow. Augustine is the more dominant of the two grasses. However, if you if you do nothing to control the chinch bugs and if you let it get a little bit on the dry order, Bermuda will hold its own if not, uh, if not uh, outdo the St. Augustine. But most people want to have a green lawn, and, and so as soon as you begin mm -hmm. to water, then the St. Augustine will, will uh, uh, crowd. Um, the uh, chinch bug deal is just... Uh, that's frustrating. Yeah, that's, I lost some yeah, of my hillside. Well, it is, and, and one treatment a summer is all you have to do, and the insecticide that you use for chinch bugs is not terribly expensive. So, you know, I would encourage people to learn that, that uh, they show up when it turns really hot, usually the last week of June or sometime in July, and mm -hmm. you just need to... I'm, I'm, I'm talking over your shoulder now to others, so I don't embarrass you. I, you probably already know this, but the first no. symptom is uh, when you, okay, well, the first symptom when you have chinch bugs coming into your lawn, they'll always come back to the same place every year in your lawn, mm. um, and it's going to be the hottest, sunniest part of your yard. Um, in in my case, it was the middle of our front yard. Uh, we had, you know, we have a fairly small area that gets any sun at all, and, and that was where the chinch bugs showed up. Um, but they'll always come back to that same place, so that's where you keep your eagle eye watching. And secondly, mm -hmm. the grass will appear to be dry, but you'll water it. You may even water it by hand, and the next mm -hmm. morning it looks the same or worse. It, 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 the watering doesn't help. Well, goodness, I irrigated that last night, and yet it doesn't seem to have taken effect. And that's... That's when you tell yourself, okay, got to get on my hands and knees and look down in the grass. It's, if, you, if you envision how you would look for fleas on a dog, that's what right. you're doing with the chinch bugs. You're parting the grass and looking down uh, into the scalp of the lawn, and, and that's where you'll see the, the black insects. They're, they're bigger than a pinhead, smaller than a BB, black with white diamonds mm. on their backs. Those are the chinch bugs. And when you see right, them, that's so the time to treat, and if you treat, you won't lose any of the lawn. So right now, what you're saying as far as because I'm concerned about how much grass I've lost, if I plant that Bermuda seed, it's not going to matter because St. Augustine's coming back. Well, yeah, let me tell you the two errors of that way. Uh, one is that you can't plant Bermuda seed unless you really rototill and work up a really good seed bed because that seed is as fine as dust. It would never yes. compete in that environment. So that, that – Got it you don't want to do that that's a lot of work and secondly the saint augustine would overtake it your saint augustine is going to be very healthy when it comes back this spring what what there is left of it mm -hmm. and it will crowd out a lot of that bermuda i'm not saying you have to stay with saint augustine but i'm just saying don't if you if you want the bermuda let it go ahead and and do its thing this spring don't plant any more saint augustine see what okay. you have after everything greens up, mm -hmm. it's still too early. I was in Allen yesterday. It's still too early to tell and yeah. um, wait another three weeks. And you can assess at that point, do I want to buy some more St. Augustine plugs and put them in? Mm -hmm. Or do I just want to let the Bermuda uh, do what it wants to do? Uh, you can fertilize any time now for the next couple of three weeks and, and, and speed yeah, things Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. 
because I fertilized Thursday and then it came a gusher. Well, so I, did it all uh, you're talking away? about the overnight rain. You talking about yeah. the overnight rain yesterday morning? Yeah, that I, yes, maybe sir. you got more than we did. We we live. Uh, my wife is. Uh, well, let's see. I got to phrase this right. We live in the McKinney Independent School District. I'll just leave it at that. Right. And I live. Uh, in, I live by uh, the Allen so, in the Pigeon. Yeah. Well, I, there's a reason I said it the way I did. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's called election season, and uh, oh. so anyway, the uh, uh, so we're not very far from you, and we did, we got an mm-hmm. inch, and that's that's perfect for watering it in. You didn't get five inches. Okay, like then that. I'm not so, going to worry. You're, about you're it. in good shape. No, you're in good shape. Right. Just sit tight. You can decide later. The Bermuda. The Bermuda will fill in the voids, and you'll be okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. You're wonderful. You're welcome so much. All right. Be well. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let me tell you right now about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It was a joy to, to do this book, and it is uh, a joy to be able to hold it out and hand it to you and say, this book represents the best work I can do, have done. Uh, because it uh, took me a year to write it, a lifetime to learn it. That's that's a new phrase I've been using, and, and it really is truthful. It has uh, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Things about soils and climates and hardiness zones and rainfall areas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar that tells you what you do in, for example, March that needs to be done only in March. And then February, I, I'm sorry, I'm going the other direction. Let's, let's do April this year, after February, after March, um, and then so forth. So what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in each of the months. And then complete chapters, detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in the book, and... Uh, also, a lot of multi-page charts to help you pick the best plants for your needs. 840 photos, 344 pages, hardback, printed in Texas. All of those elements would add cost to a book, and you might expect to pay 50 or more dollars if you bought this in the store, but since I'm selling it individually, you pay $36.95. That's a sale price, but you, uh, you get it for a real bargain. It'll be a signed copy. I'll sign your copy and get it in the mail within a couple of days after you buy it. And uh, there are two ways you can buy it. Since it's not in stores, not on Amazon, you either buy it by calling my office or by ordering it from my website. The website is the better way right now. My office is closed until Tuesday, so Gretchen could be with a friend for her birthday. And uh, so uh, the uh, office number starting Tuesday is 800 752-GROW, 1-800-752-4769. The better way is to order it at my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, $36.95, satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund. I'm still able to say I've never asked, had been asked, for a refund. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. All right, sir, thank you. And let me tell you finally about Arborological Services. You have to get your mouth just right to say that company name. They are the leaders in the uh, tree service industry. They have, uh, they have the best interest of the tree service industry at heart. And uh, when the Tree Climbing Championship comes up, they are there to cheer on their whole industry, not just their entries for competition. That involves uh, Miguel Paston as, for example, the 13-time Texas State champion. Steve Hauser will sit there in his chair, leaning back, cheering on Miguel 
full speed ahead, but he'll also cheer on the competitors because he loves his industry. They love him. The, uh, the winner of that tree climbing championship receives what is known as the Hauser Award for being the best in the state of Texas. That's how much his industry loves him and the other people with Arborological Services. It is a tight-knit industry. To my point, if you want the best in the business, you'll call these people and get them out on your trees. Arborological Services at 866-552-7267. They are the only people who will ever touch our trees at our house. 866-552-7267, arborological.com. It's Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. We are your source for great grilling products. Count on us for friendly service that you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very much. One of the nicest hardware stores you'll ever be in. Thank you very, very much. And thanks to Ace. And if folks, if you're out and about today and, uh, and you happen to stop in at an Ace Hardware store, ask for the manager or the owner and let them know that you heard their ads uh, here on KLIF this afternoon, that you appreciate their sponsorship of this program. It means just volumes. Uh, in, uh, in to them and to me as well. Well, I am joined right now by my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, it is a beautiful day. Good afternoon. Oh, it is spectacular out there today, Neil. Yes. It is as, as nice as it can be. I'm always nice to talk to you, but on a day like this when we can enjoy the birds and just being alive, it is the best. So tell us about church service tomorrow. So we're in the season of Lent, and we're walking step-by-step step through Lent. We're talking about the spiritual practices and disciplines that help us do that. We're going to talk about forgiveness tomorrow, what it means to forgive, why it's important to forgive, and what a blessing forgiveness is in the world. We've been forgiven, so we are able to forgive, and I think it will be a great service, Neil. That sounds wonderful. You know that, that uh, Lynn and I are involved in a 12-step group called Families Anonymous, and there's, uh, that's a lesson that we try to teach and we try to learn. We're all uh, works in progress, and forgiveness is, is a really tough one to, uh, to, to accomplish. It's a goal that we all hang out in front of ourselves. So thank you, Tommy. That will be great. Tell us the times for the services. You give us a variety. There's no sure, excuse, sure. right? We, we have services at 8. Says, says your backsliding member. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you, sir. At 8, 9, I, I, I said it last week. It's confessional. <laughs> 8, 9, 10, 05, and 11, 10. Yes, we That's have great. traditional and services, Melissa? contemporary Melissa services. All of that can be found on our website at sharingtheheart.org, and we live stream that sanctuary service at 10.05, and you're welcome to jump in from wherever you are uh, and join us on Sunday. Tommy has told us that um, uh, that uh, there has been uh, just a huge uh, movement toward the live streaming and, and that we get big numbers on live stream. I got a uh, an email or text, I guess it was a text message, that uh, somebody had, uh, had joined live stream having heard you uh, last week here. And so that just made my heart jump a little bit. So that was good, too. Um, I, I confess to Tommy last Saturday that I have missed, we have missed a couple of weeks trying to recover from putting out campaign signs. Ugh. Oh, bless <laughs> so you. I, bless I'm not, not mentioning what the sign is, what the campaign is. I'm just saying politics is, is tough. I, I don't think I'm running for any state office anytime soon, or my wife either one. So anyway, Tommy, tell us about birds and nest boxes and how we get involved in, in that. That's a wonderful uh, part of the wild bird uh, scene. Tell us about that. Oh, so uh, one of the things we can do to help the little critters we share the world with is provide some of the things they need. It's good to provide food, water, uh, shelter. This time of year, nest boxes uh, so that birds can have a place, especially 
cavity dwelling birds, nesting birds can have a place where they can build their nest and lay their eggs and raise their young. Uh, birds, birds don't live in nests, uh, contrary to what we might have thought when we were in elementary school. Uh, they use nests for a particular purpose, and that's to uh, lay their eggs and raise their young. So right now is a great time. You can get great nest boxes at uh, at wild birds, uh, you can you can find uh, patterns to build nest boxes on the internet. Easy. Uh, I've got nest boxes in my backyard. I, I have uh, Carolina wrens have used it. My chickadees have used it year after year, uh, and and the uh, sparrows will use it big time. So uh, we've we've got all that. But if you've got larger space in your backyard, you can put out bluebird boxes. Uh, there's been a huge push over the last. 30 years uh, to put out bluebird nest boxes, and it has really blessed the bluebird population. Bluebirds need open meadows. Is that right, Tommy, more than uh, wood, wooded areas? Is that correct? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And uh, sometimes people will give me bluebird boxes. I don't, I don't live uh, near a meadow. I have a backyard, but I'll put my bluebird boxes out, and the uh, chickadees love it. I'm just telling you. But, but yes, if you have open <laughs> meadows and open space, bluebird boxes, uh, the bluebirds will find it, and you'll get to watch them raise their young. It's a it's a beautiful thing to see. We take a back road from our house to church some Sundays, and that takes us around a part of the McKinney Airport, not the busy part. And we see bluebirds there, and they're just beautiful. That is very open meadow. And um, unfortunately, all around the airport's becoming open meadow now with the bulldozers. But uh, the bluebirds are just spectacular. We don't get them in our, in our yard at all. The wild bird hobby is just its one of the most popular hobbies in America. And there are so many people out there to help you learn. Uh, Pastor Tommy Brummett is an example. You you uh, go to a church service, you're likely to get um, uh, the the lessons of Jesus for part of that sermon, and 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 birds for another part of it. So it's it's a good deal. But well, you, wild you know birds can help you. Wild on birds on the road. Right? That's right. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> well, Tommy, promise not to faint when you see us back in our pew, and uh, we'll we'll get there. It won't be much longer. Maybe tomorrow. I'm, not sure. Lynn got a little rest today. So anyway, oh, I, thank I, you, my I friend. Hope, I hope you get some rest. God bless you, Neil. Thanks for having me on. Well, you're wonderful. Thank you. And it is sharingtheheart.org, the website for all the information from the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, our pastor, Tommy Brummett. Mike Bass produced this program, and he did just a spectacular job, as he always does. Folks, I've enjoyed this very much. I'll be on WBAP, 820 AM, 8 until 10 tomorrow morning, along with Mike. Happy gardening.